Welcome to the first edition of Chills and Chuds, the first episode. I'm here with my man, Marcus Thomas. Wow. I'm Adam Sutherland. We're broadcasting live, podcasting live from West Hollywood. How does it feel, Marcus? We're, um, let me set the scenery. We're, we're in my guy Chuds' crib, and it's, it's a beautiful painting. It's a good night, man. It's a good night. It's a good night. Chills and Chuds, man. It's our first podcast. You know, the reason we started this podcast is for the love of basketball. We both love basketball. We love the NBA. The season is starting, and we're pumped about it, and we want to talk about it. And we both think we have the knowledge to give you guys what you need, the entertainment factor, and we think this is going to be great. And, Marcus, I wanted to start it off. uh, Just tell people where you're from and... um, you know, how you first grew to love the game of basketball? Well, uh, Chaz, I'm from the Midwest, as you know. We're from Indianapolis. Chicago. Indiana. I'm yeah. from Chicago. Side town, man, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I played basketball in Indiana, so that's where the love kind of started. And, uh, you know, Indiana is one of the – it's the best, I think, I believe, the best place. Like, you know, shooters, man, we're the best shooters. In and there's a lot of NBA players from Indianapolis. You know, we got Mike Conley, Celia, you know, Courtney Lee. Uh, so we got some good players, man. EJ, Eric, Eric Gordon in there. Shout out Eric Gordon, Eric Houston Rockets. E, man. Uh, three-point champ. He is. So, yeah. You guys got the hick from French Lick, even Larry Bird. Hey, we got the legend. I got some stories about the legend. I, I was uh, I was able to, um, you know, work out with the Pacers uh, where I earned a um, spot, you know, in uh, their camp. So, you know, Larry Lange. I got some Larry Lange stories. Marcus man. made it. He made it to NBA training camp, guys. That's that's unbelievable. Yeah, played over played overseas and played in Luxembourg. So, um, yeah, I wish man. I wish that I could get that far. I nah. love basketball, but my talent limits me. But it's still fun to play, and I love watching the game. and And I grew up outside of Chicago. I grew up actually ten minutes away from where the Bulls practice. And I was born in 1985. So right when I started to get into the game was around 1991 with the Bulls' first championship run. Hey, Shottown's a beautiful place. It's the best. The best <laughs> food. We're going to be talking about food also. Hey, food. Hey, Deep listen. Loyola Chicago alum. Like I said, let's go Ramblers. Like I said, last year's tourney, we did great. Hopefully, we do big things this year. I'm Porter Moser. Shout out to Porter Moser and the Ramblers. Sister Jean. Sister Jean. What a Sister legend. Jean. Yo, people don't even know Sister Jean. She's so cool. And man, everybody forgets my guy Hitch. Hitch is like a legend around campus. Only like, only the real ones know about Hitch. But yeah, like I said, uh, shout out to uh, Loyola for sure. Dude. Um, shout she, down food, yo. I'm Do going back. I'm a Luminati's guy. You got to have Luminati's. It's you have you have the the amazing they have this amazing cheese and these fresh tomatoes That's and the funny. buttery crust. Late night, hey, late oh, night, hey, late night, hey, college night, late night after like you know late night after a game, good game, you know go to the bar, Giordano's late at night, man, it's the best. The cheese, the sauce, soaks up all you know. And Chicago's Chicago's not only a food city; it's a basketball city. Yeah. Because when I grew up in the '90s was when Jordan mm. was dominating. But the Ch- Chicago has a long history of legends. You know, you have Isaiah Thomas, Mark Aguirre. Man. You have that whole DePaul team from back in the day. Man. You have Dwayne Wade. You have Anthony Davis now. AD's amazing. He's incredible. So you have a long legacy of, of great players from Chicago. And growing up, 
you know, I would, I would uh, watch the Bulls, but then I got into basketball. I used to read Slam Magazine. Remember Slam? Yeah, Slam. I still read it. I used to, like, draw, like, Allen Iverson pictures from Slam. Dude, like, remember I when they had the posters in the middle of the magazine? Dude, it's amazing, dude. Like I said, Allen Iverson really, like, set the trend. Like, for, like, kids like me that were from the neighborhood that were just a little bit different, like, he really, like, made it comfortable. He was just being himself. And then, like, you know, the tattoos and everything. Like, Allen Iverson is, you know, the leader of this, of everything that goes in the league. So, he's a know, trendsetter. He's a trendsetter, man. You got to show him. Everybody does. Everybody shows him his respect. For sure. Yeah, no, Iverson was incredible. And looking back, it's kind of crazy because all the people that we grew up watching are pretty much retired. Like the, the last, last yeah. Mohegans, the last, last men standing are like Vince Carter and Dirk. Like, like I said, the funniest thing that one of the, uh, like I said, when I used to work with, uh, with Eric before just running, you know, running some of his uh, social media. Eric Gordon we're talking yeah, Eric, about? Eric Gordon, like I said, um, but I used to say that he's, like, the only, like, 6'4", two-guard left ever in the league. Like, you're starting to see, like, Giannis is, like, I mean, Atatokounmpo, he's, like, yo, he's running, like, everything. He just had a triple-double the other night. Yeah, it's incredible how the game has evolved. Game has changed. You know, like, I'll, I'll go on YouTube and, and, and watch games, even highlights just from the 90s, and you can just see the progression, how much better the moves are today, um, you know, the athleticism is today. But but there's something great about watching those '90s games because of how physical they were. Patrick Ewing, hey, Pat Beast. Ewing, Beast. Come dude, on, dude, I used to love watching Knicks on. Bulls, Pacers, Pacers Knicks. It's the best in the series. Garden, dude. That's why I want the, I want the Knicks to be good again. I'm a please. Bulls fan, but I want the Knicks to be good again because hey, the NBA is hey, so much on, better on, when on. the Knicks hold on, hold on. are a good team. Kyrie, please, Jimmy Butler, somebody, just go to New York. Come on, somebody, like, just take this. Like, the Knicks can be good. You got Przingis, you got Coach Fizdale. Like I said, shout out to Coach Fizdale, a good, a good guy, a good friend as well. Like I said, hey, the Knicks can be really good this year. I hope so. I don't think they're going to be good at all this year, Dang. but but what they're potentially going to do? I'm trying to, KD. York. There's a, people What's are talking up? about KD right now, going there, and hey, KD, go to New York. Hey, KD, go to New York. Go to New York. You've won your championships. Go to New York. You've won your I want the yeah, Knicks no, to be no, good. Hey. It's so crazy because when I was a kid. The last team I'd want to be good is the Knicks. And it's so crazy how bad they've been. I legit want them to be great again. It's fun watching Spike Lee go crazy, Listen, the Garden Rocking. It's Chad, just awesome. This is, this is going to be a new thing. Anytime right? we we're drinking beers, by the way, yeah, right now. Yeah, Guys, real beers. quick, i got to say this. We're, we're unedited. We're not even editing this podcast, everybody. Not, this no, is just straight not. off the dome. We don't care. We don't care. And, and we're having Blue Moon as we and speak. And you know why we don't care? We're drinking Blue Moons. Mm-hmm. A Belgian white, Belgium-style white ale. Blue Fantastic. Moon. Great bottle. Great setup. Great, solid bottle. You usually drink it with an orange. People say, I'm good without the orange. I don't need the orange. Yeah. But yeah. yeah it's good. But New York, man. No, listen, listen, listen. If we ever mention New York on the show, we got to shout out to my guy, Lenny S., man. That is the OG. So anytime we talk about New York, that is the fam out there. So KD, you are Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. You might as well come to New York. The whole fam is there. We in L.A. Too. The whole everybody's everywhere. L.A.? Like I said, KD would be nice there. It would just be fun. Him and Porzingis? Him and Porzingis together, if they're healthy, that could be tremendous. That's a matchup <clears throat> nightmare for teams because you have guys that are essentially two seven-footers who can step out, shoot the three, are athletic. That's, that's a lot. And then Kevin Knox, who a lot of people says is going to be a really he's good nice, rookie this man. year. He's nice. I like he's his nice. game. 
And had a great career. Yeah, I think I thought he played great his first year there. Like I said, under Calipari, and then Calipari is a—he's uh, a cool coach. I like Calipari. I don't care what no you one. You can tell. Says. I, mean, I don't care what no one says. He, he, he has a stereotype. is like man. the cheap hey. car salesman, but people. Calipari, you're, you're, players you're love playing for him. I like, hey, he's a good dude. I got to meet him in the Bahamas. Uh, it was one summer of just going out. All the coaches were out there. Royal Williams, uh, Coach Calipari. Got to meet those guys. It's just nice dudes, man. I felt like I was getting recruited. I'm like, yo, are you recruiting me? I'm like, yo, I am playing pro. It's like this guy makes you want to like, you know, he's enthusiastic. He's a, he's passionate about the game. And that's what I respect about him. So, Yeah, he has a love of the game. And, and like I said, he's a player's coach. He is, man. And you he see all he cares. the – Like look at all the players all that the have come from his program. It's ridiculous. John Wall? The, Kentucky oh. right now for the NBA – Kentucky has Kentucky the best it, alumni. It's there's without a doubt. You have AD, it, Demarcus Cousins, Come on, Boogie, Devin Come on, Booker. Man. Book, hey, he gonna average thirty. Hey, Devin Booker gonna average thirty plus this year. He's ridiculous. Book, hey, book it, book it for Booker. For Speaking real, of Devin bro. Booker, do you know who he reminds me of? Ooh. Speaking, we were talking about the Knicks earlier. Devin Booker reminds me of. Allen Houston on steroids. Yeah. He has a very similar game, has similar movements, great shooter. His mid-range game, I mean, his step back, like I said, his handle, his, like I said, his one-two pull-ups. Like I said, he has, I guess he's very, he's a shoot, he's an amazing shooter. So yeah. He's a, and he's young. And here's the thing with Devin Booker is they have DeAndre Aiden on the team now, and bro, he's going to he, attract double teams, and what's going to happen? Devin Booker's going to be getting wide open looks. Bro, I've seen him face up. Bro, he faced up someone and shot a three, a jab seven, shot a three. He's seven. What is he? Seven what? DeAndre Aiden. I think he's Bro. like, he's just definitely seven feet. Listen, he might be seven one. He's he's playing like a guard. That's like scary, man. I'm glad he, I don't. Hey, listen, I'm I'm glad I don't play basketball anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like, man, that is unreal to see that, man. Like I said, guys like seven so fast guards and so fast who can run the floor up and down. In, he has a great mo- He has a great motor. He has a great motor. Is he, man, he's going to be a, he's I, have a season. He he reminds me of Patrick Ewing actually, um, oh, oh, but times like yeah on the shot. You just a shot the, because Patrick Ewing had a had a I great mid range jumper. And, and DeAndre people, is going beyond mid range. And, and people don't give Pat Ewing his love for that shot. He like the corner. Hey, and them games. Oh yeah, in the corner, man. All day. Gosh, used man. to drive me crazy hitting those shots with the knee pads. Knee pads, just sweating, socks, just sweating, sweating so hard. How many towels do you think the Knicks had to have for Yo, him? He had a whole towel section, didn't he? It looked hot in the garden. It looked hot <laughs> in the garden, and everybody was invested. Even people on TV, like we were watching this kids on TV. Marv like, Albert, yes, and God. Eric Counts. Amara Shah. Amara hey, Shah. I'm sideline. here with my main man, Michael Jordan. Yo, this dude Amara will be like. Amara was cool. He was so yeah, cool. Fresh on the sidelines, bro. Like, yeah. By the way, Amara Shah hasn't aged. He still looks like he's Yo. 35 years old. And he's like 70 years old. We gotta have a Mavra shot on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that would like be awesome. Hey, the man. hey, 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 come have a yeah. uh, have a nice Belgium white, <laughs> Belgium style wheat ale. Yeah, Ma, join with the program the, with the fam with the tribe. Jo- join the join drink, the program. Drink with the tribe, man. <laughs> Dude, Ahmad was like best friends of Jordan, so he'd always get the inside scoop on everything. But bro, acts like he, M- he didn't have it. That NBA inside stuff with him and Jordan, it was like crazy, man. Like. Amad had the best. Him and Mike, bro. 
That's intense. And people don't realize Ahmad Rashad was a great football player. People mm -hmm. just think of him as a sideline reporter. He was hey, he was a more, great football player for the Minnesota Vikings. He's more than an athlete, man, and that's why and that's why, like I said, I strive to do what I do. Like it's, it's good that he does other other things, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean? He's never boxed in, so that's why it's cool to see his progression. I would love to see him do more TV. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's always good to see the people. I think. You know, we have this nostalgia nostalgia about the 90s, uh, and he's part of that. Yeah, man. We'll celebrate that, man. That'd be dope. Because, you know, we got we got Ernie. We got Ernie. <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> Yo, them dudes are hella. Hey, they're they, great. Hey, listen. They're hella cool, man. I've been blessed, man. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I've been blessed to meet and run into these guys while working, like I said, those NBA sidelines and those NBA games for the last two years. And those guys are cool, man. Meeting Shaq. Um, Shaq is a great dude, man. Like I said, cool to everybody, man. It's a professional dude. I really respect him. Like I said, and a lot of people don't don't know that, um, you know, you've you've been around. You you were you made the Pacers training camp, and so you know so many people in the league, and yeah, me and Paul George, man. Like I've been able to like listen. It was so close where people in the organization were really pulling for me, like you know. Like I said, so it's just so to it, make it that far is incredible. You know, it's very listen. It's very um, it's very hard getting there, and very hard even getting overseas. People, I think a lot of media yeah. and people underplay overseas players. Like we're professionals. We tell uh, people where you played overseas. Well, I played in Luxembourg. It's one of the like richest countries in the world. I've gotten to play with uh, there for like two years with Basarage Hedgehogs, and then I played in Mexico for a little bit. Like I traveled, man, and, and the game takes you places. And I even started in San Antonio. George, you know my guy George Hill. He's like family, man. That's an Indianapolis legend. Other than my guy Eric Gordon, you know, G Hill's another one. You know what I mean? So, like, to get to work out with him and be around the San Antonio and be around Tim Duncan. It's amazing. Know, it's, it's amazing, man. I've been able and blessed to be able to get to be around and rub shoulders with these guys as, as an athlete. And now to, like, change it, you know, to off the court. Like I said, it's fun. I'm getting to get the stories out for the players. So, it's even I've adjusted, you know, with the young guys. I think uh, we have a guy named Trey Young. I mean, he's going gonna to be a problem, bro. He's Watching gonna, him in preseason. Listen, I called that early. Listen, I want everybody to know I called this early, man. Shout out to my man Omar Wilkes. That's family. Yo, Trey Young, watch out. I think that out. He, he's showing. I don't want to compare him to Steph Curry, Curry so Yo, early. I've never seen nothing like that's that, tough. Man. That's tough to do that. It's he, a lot of pressure to put on somebody. Bro, listen, he but, is shooting accurate from like I'm a three point shooter and I just and I won a three point contest in Luxembourg so I'm a three point a specialist. So aficionado. I, You're a three point aficionado. aficionado over here. You know, I beat guys <laughs> like, you know, Eric Gordon before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ooh. So it's like, hey, is that a challenge? <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, I've been able to shoot against some of the best players and that dude is shooting from far, man, and hitting that. With act like and it's getting contested. And the NBA three pointers significantly further than college. Like, most people play pickup games, they're doing the college three-pointer. So you step back, NBA range, that's a whole other animal. He's coming off of a high ball screen, jab, you know what I mean, hard jab, and his, and his release is amazing. I mean, is he 6'3"? I haven't got, I mean, I got to be around him one time. He's like 6'3", right? 6'3", six, I mean, six, six, 6'4". I don't know, but his release is unreal because those guys are long. At this, at this, listen, at, the, at this level, I, the guys are longer, arms are longer. Yeah, and, and yeah, and I was just saying that you have to be so quick with your release 
because the game's so fast. It's I've been lucky enough to see some NBA games up close. Obviously, you have also. No, no. And what? people don't realize on TV it doesn't translate how fast the game is. I mean, hold on. Didn't you just tell me about a story where you were just like, as a kid, just like on like Chicago Bulls games and like Dennis Rodman, like, bro, tell me like. Yeah, well, well here's more, the thing. Man. Yeah, well, not, so yeah, we want to talk a little bit about my no background. Reg- hey, this guy yeah. isn't a regular guy. No, 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 no. Chill. No, I used to, so yeah, no, I grew up in Chicago and I was fortunate enough where my dad had a patient, my dad's a doctor, and he had a patient who had Bulls season tickets right behind the bench. During the 96 so through 98 dope. seasons. So dope. And so we used to be able to go to playoff games in the last three championship runs. I literally be sitting right behind the bench. I saw Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, that, those whole games. Yo. And I even remember Whoa. going back to the old Chicago Stadium in the early 90s watching Horace Grant, John oh. Paxson, BJ. Bro. You were back in the day with, man, you seen, like, some of the greatest stuff. Like, I was just in Indy. I can never make it to those games. So that is so dope that you were able to, like, see that, man. I take it, I took it for granted back then, but now I realized how lucky I was to be a kid growing up in Chicago, living 10 minutes away from the practice facility. Right. By the way, <laughs> there's a funny story. Uh, during the Bulls' heyday in the, in the early 90s, uh, at the, at the uh, practice facility, they want to have a gate. So, like, where they park their cars. And so my mom one day was like, Adam, I'm going to go get Michael Jordan's autograph you. I need to go get it. <laughs> and so what happened was she went to the Bulls facility. Michael Jordan walks out. There's, like, seven guys and only her. And Michael looks at everybody and he goes, only for the lady. And he signed my mom's jersey. My mom brought it back wow. to me. I was eight years old. And I was like, oh, my God, he's the best player ever. And he just signed this. And that made me love him even more. I've heard man. he can be an asshole to people. I've had great interactions with hey, him. Hey, man, that is dope, man. I, listen, I haven't heard the best things about on that on that end, but for him to do that, man, that's cool, bro. Like and, I said. And I, I have a bunch of other stories. Listen, we'll talk about those later. Yeah, be, yeah, no question, man. But I just think that's dope that, like, I think guys get a, a bad play. I mean, after a game, it is hard to want to do something like that. I can't believe, you know. It's a lot of people who want to, you know, get with them after a game when they're tired. So, you know, sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not. So Yeah, so it's, uh, you can't judge a person based on that either. Yeah, you can't. Not at all, man. Not at all. Yeah, but, you know, I grew up watching NBA Inside Stuff. Like I said, uh, reading Slam, going. And I think what's really helped the game, which has made it more popular, is YouTube. I mean, now we can just go on YouTube and just look up highlights from any game instantly. We'll look up highlights from 25 years ago, look up highlights from yesterday. It's amazing. Yo. Compared to when we were kids, we didn't have that. So I'd buy, buy like a VHS of it's the Bulls crazy. championship video or NBA jam session and that would be it. It's crazy right now, man. I mean like... So it's great to be a kid. Like, yeah, YouTubers are out here like doing tricks. It's like the and one of like... It's like and one of social media. It's like and one is back and then like these kids are doing tricks. It's like this one kid is... Has amazing handles. And oh, the and one mixtape. Yeah, they're doing tricks and it's cool, man. It's it's amazing to see what basketball is doing and like you know a lot of things. You know, a lot of kids are learning the game, so it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see where the game is gonna go. It's beautiful, and like I said, we're we're here in Los Angeles, LA. This is what this up? is awesome because we're from the Midwest, by the way. I've only been are, here two years. How long you been here? I've been here seven years now. It's crazy. I've only been here two. I'm still I'm still a preemie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a baby still to this LA city. I still want to see like the mountain. But it's cool because, you know, growing up, I was in Chicago. We had the best player in the league, Michael Jordan, and both of us are in LA right now. Showtime. 
And yeah, show, yeah, showtime. But no, but what I'm trying to make the point is that now we're in LA and we have the best player in the world in this city. Man, listen. In LeBron James. I love LeBron James for what he does off the court, man. This dude is really a king, man. And we and I remember being a kid, used to sit in front of the TV when he was playing against the Kings. You know what I'm saying? I remember that Nike shoe he was going to wear. The first game I remember. Listen, I I remember that Nike shoe he wore that night. Like and he played great. We got to see the like evolve like of like when he was a kid. Bro, he lived up to the hype. He has lived up to the hype and Wow. And it's it's amazing to watch. And dude, Los Angeles is Amazing. is going LeBron crazy right now. Ever since That's he signed with them, you feel it in the air. You know what I mean? You see, you walk around, you see LeBron jerseys. You just can tell that there's something special going on. Well, I mean, I've been able to talk to a couple Laker players. Uh, you know, shout out to my guy uh, Zoo, Big Zoo. We got a chance to have an interview, just talk about you know what the energy's like in the locker room and stuff like that. And it's and it's been really good. He said the energy's good. Everybody's picked up, and even he has gotten you know even his workouts has gotten better. And he, you know everybody's tip top now, and that's good because the king they is have here. to the king is here. He's here, man, and they he's gonna, have dem- to. and he's gonna want a championship. You know? Yeah, and the young guys are going to be forced to grow up quick, and I think that's good. He's go- he, yeah, Lonzo, Kuzma, Rondo, bro, Josh Hart. Listen. I think he's going to make them all better players. Why is everybody forgetting about Rondo? Bro, y'all, you remember back when Kobe Rondo's was game. playing against Rondo in that Boston LA series? Rondo was the best. Uh, he's one of the best. At least number, top two, man. Him and Kobe, man. He was getting triple doubles like nothing. He plays the game beautifully. He's he unselfish. Does, he hustles. Unselfish, man. And he's just smart. He has an amazing basketball IQ. That's what I love about Rondo. Bro, he's amazing, man. And what he's going to help Lonzo do, listen, Lonzo's shot and confidence is coming together. Keep Lonzo's going to be good. Lonzo's, Lonzo's going to be shooting. I said ball, since man. last year that I really believe that Lonzo. Shout out to Demo, man. That's my guy, man. Shout out to the whole team. My guy. Hey, listen, I love, I love Lonzo, man. This I think dude, he's going to be an all star. He's going to be amazing, in the future. man. He's soaking up the game, man. And I think it's wonderful for his basketball evolution that in his second year in the league, the best player on the planet is joining his team. He's going to be able to learn great habits from LeBron, learn tips on how to work out, exactly. and just general game knowledge. He's gonna his basketball IQ is gonna get LeBron so much better being a LeBron. On the social media, you know, I'm not on the social media much, you know, Chad. But um, you know, I'm just saying, man, he's he's getting him a lot of love, man. So yeah, so it's gonna be. It's gonna be fascinating to watch. What, what other? I mean, what are, I think Russell. Let's, let's Westbrook talk about. Yeah, let's talk yeah, about the man. season a little. I think I think Russell Westbrook got something to say. I think James Harden got something to say. Yeah, it's I mean, it's gonna be a fun season. It's this gonna year be great. In the West, in the, in I gotta the say, Wild West. it's it's you you have to put the Warriors right now. Of course, as man. the favorite until some team beats them. They're they're number one hey, without bro, listen, a doubt. Kevin Durant is. I've seen this man in person. You know, in play. It's like yo, he's seven. Like what? And he's shooting the ball from everywhere. He can do everything. He's going to go it's down as a great scorer, right? What you think? I th- Yeah, I do. He's just the best pure scorer probably ever. Ever, man. Just the easiest he, to get a shot. He gets it wherever Any, he wants. Anytime. In, in that mid-range area, wherever he wants, he, he'll, he'll come down, get a rebound. And I know, and everybody in that building knows, including the coach and to the scouts, until everybody knows he's going to cross up and pull up, and he'll do it and hit it. And there's yeah, never been an, a person like that that's been seven feet and can cross people over so smooth like that. If you'd have told me, like, <laughs> dude, in, like, 1994 that there's a seven-footer who crosses people over and shoots hey, threes, I'd hey, say you're and, a liar. And plays defense. And, and plays energy. defense. And His defense has evolved also. He's gotten better at defense. Draymond Green, everybody's pushing each other. That's going to be a very hard team. In the and now that they added Boogie. 
And you got Boogie, like, listen, let's not he's forget extra, about Boogie, man. But he's, he's, he's just, he's he's just one the, the cherry best, on top. Listen, he's one of the best big men. If take out that Achilles injury, man, that, I think New Orleans would have did more than just sweep. You know what I mean? They would have went a little They're bit dangerous. Further. They're dangerous. Unfortunately, man. he had the injury. Unfortunately, but he's going to, hey, listen, I think he's going to bounce back. I think he's going to be great. I think even this year, I don't even, I'm not going to be ready for Boogie until around playoffs. You know what I mean? I, and the, the great thing for Golden State is, they have. They're giving him no pressure. No pressure, man. He has all the time in the world to rehab, get himself right. Get him. And they just want him for the for honestly for really the Western Conference finals and the finals. Hey, That's all they really need him for. You got the, hey, because you got them. Because you got them boys in the H right now. You know what I mean? You got my boys in the H. Them Houston Rockets got something to say. Let's, I'm gonna just keep it real. I'm man. excited to see the Rockets play this hey, year. I think they're definitely hey. right now the clear number two in the West. Hey, CP, listen, CP is out here looking good. I've talked to the team. Everybody's good. James is looking locked in. Eric Eric has lost, like, he's lean. He's looking mm-hmm. like We saw uh, him this year. He, he was working out like hard. Clipper. He's looking like Clipper Eric Gordon. I remember that guy who used to dunk on people. Which dunk he did on last, people. He did that last season. Yeah, his, explo- his explosion it's, it's has back. been very noticeable back, in the last man. two years. You know, I'm biased, man, but I see it. I'm, I've played against it. No, guy. you can definitely, you could tell since he joined the Rockets that his his, explo- his explosion is just better now. He's more hey, athletic, that's like the, the way number, he used to be. Listen, that is the number one organization I've been able to work with, uh, be alongside, learn from. I mean, their their training staff is tip top. Everybody in that Houston organ, like the organization is amazing. And I got nothing but great things like about them. You know, Eric is looking good, man. Absolutely, and a lot of people criticize. They have been critical of, of Carmelo, and, and I think I think he. He's gonna buy into the system, bro. CP he has to. He has to, bro. CP runs that. I mean, listen, CP, man, that's his homie. So he gonna listen, man. I think Melo just to wants to win. I think Melo just wants to win. He has to put his ego aside and realize that he's not the superstar he once was, but he can be a highly effective man, role he's player. Like, but he's learning. He's looking great. I mean, he's he can be a highly game. effective role player. Everybody's looking good. Hey, listen, we got we still got the squad on the bench. Hey, we, we got Nene and them. Nene's back. <laughs> Shout out to my guy Nene. <laughs> Shout out to my guy Nene, Nene's man. Nene's been in the league forever, man. Listen, man. Nene's dude, been, listen, he's a Nene, vet in the game. Bro, I've been able to be around him. Nene is so cool, man. He is a true vet. Comes in, works hard. Even after games, he's lifting. This dude is still That's what it takes to stay, to stay in the league. And, and kids That's what think, it takes. And listen, kids, it, it's hard. Or kids or whoever is striving to be a professional, it is hard work. These guys are true professionals. And, you know, I mean, I, and I respect nothing. You know, I respect them like crazy. And Nene, Nene is, like, lifting after games. And then I wake up in the morning. He's up in the morning. He's back to lifting and eating healthy. And he's still dunking on these dudes. It's amazing. <laughs> How old are you, Nene? Like, bro. Yeah, Nene, like, are you 57 years old? How bro, old? Nene. Dude, Nene is 57 years old Listen, for sure. And Nene, he's still playing we need to have you on. Tuck. Hey, Tuck is looking good this year. Like I said, James, listen, James Harden just came off an MVP season. Yeah, Let's I mean. Let's not forget this, man. He's he, scoring. He is unreal. a great player. He is an amazing player. Unreal, man. and they took Golden State to, to the to the did brink. You, did you see what he did the other night when he just like crossed it and put it behind his? Was back? that a travel, by the way? Listen, what do you think? He's that good. It would confuse me. <laughs> Literally, when I saw it, I was like, "Wait, I've never Yo, seen this before." I was just like, "What?" I kept look, I looked at it like, "I'm like, what?" You know, it moves good when it gives you a headache. <laughs> like my head was like, "Wait, what? What just happened?" Remember when he did that clip? Hey, listen, remember that Clipper game that we were at last year, and he had crossed. <laughs> He Wesley, Johnson, Wesley Johnson, hey, listen. just sitting there. Hey, listen, 
I guarantee, I swear to you guys, I promise. When he did that, all of us Rockets people got up and just all were just just going like hype. It was the one of the un, I've never it was seen unbelievable. Like that a, I've never seen like that in the NBA game. I gotta I gotta say though, I think he pushed off a little. Man, listen. <laughs> I'm sorry to 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 to, uh, to say that, but Dude, it was but, still an amazing move. But he pushed off a little. But at the same time, my favorite player, Michael Jordan, might have pushed off a little on Byron Russell. Hey, also. man, he but, pushed him, bro, and we still love him for it. It's like slow-mo. They have it in slow-mo for YouTubers. You can YouTube that. He literally pushed off. Yeah, but Mike's it was amazing. Guy. But I think the Rockets are the clear number two so team. So who's number three then? That's a good question. Hmm. And we're talking with West. We're still in the West. We're, we're talking the West I say right Russell now. Westbrook and, and PG have been looking good. That team I, with, Den- hey, with Dennis Schroeder? I'm, I'm not big. I'm not big. On, I'm not big on o- No, they're three, man. I'm not hey, big on them. Bro, I'm not talking to you no more then. I, I'm, <laughs> hey, listen. I'm not Westbrook big on their team. They, they lost. Still explo- they hey. lost. They, they got killed by Utah in the first round last year. It wasn't even a Donovan contest. Mitchell, man. I think Utah or, okay, so let's. Three strikes, gang. I, I, really, <laughs> I really think that Utah or the Lakers are the three seed. And it's tough to say. I, my gut says it's going to be Utah. I love Utah's. I think Donovan Mitchell. You think they're number three in the West? Like, who else? I just gave you. I said the Thunder. Like, bro. They're what deep. did the Thunder do to make themselves that much better than Utah when they clearly. They picked up, like, bro, play, do you know what Dennis Schroeder did with the, the Hawks? Like, do you know what he's, he's going right. to bring with that? No. Schroeder's all right. He's the backup point guard. That's what I'm saying. He's better than all right, bro. He was a he was an all-star. Wasn't he almost an all-star one year? I don't think so. Yo, he had a big year. And he had some big no, he, years he, he's. I think he's. I'm he's, not leaning on him. I'm just saying. He's all right. got to get a young cast to come back. It's a, I'm looking uh, at their starting lineup, projected you. starting lineup. You have Westbrook, Abrinas, Paul George, Grant, and Steven Adams. And, you know, that's a solid team, but... I mean, they got dismantled by Utah. You look at Utah's starting lineup. Give me, you have, give me Utah's. You have Ricky Rubio at the point. Ruby. Who's, who's, <laughs> he's improved, bro. He's, he's, he's gotten better. Up to he, his he gets injured a lot. That's his hey, problem. But he's, hey, when another, he's healthy, he's a great point guard. Another three stripes gang, man. Shout out to Ruby. Rubio. Shout out to JR. <laughs> Dude, Marcus is doing a lot of shout outs tonight. Hey, I ain't gonna start shouting out people. Listen, you gotta hey, you gotta shout out. Listen, I'm gonna give you guys the number we like G code. A lot of a lot of shout outs. You have to like show love to people that helped you out on this you know, whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like you don't mm-hmm. get here, you know, you don't get here alone. So, you know, JR was one of those guys when I was playing basketball overseas, gave me free Adidas every year I would play. You got, I mean, I appreciate those things, man. So, I mean, those yeah. helped my career. I mean, those helped my career, like playing and different, like, you know what I mean? So, it was fun, man. Good guy. I guess that's in basketball, what? I don't have anybody to shout out because I never made it. <laughs> hey, Chud, you can shout out anybody. But I love the game. I'm, I'm, I'm the Jewish kid from the Burbs that just Burbs. loves the game. The Burbs. The Burbs of Chicago. Oh, good, man. That it loves the game. But anyway, um, good old yeah, looking, looking at Utah. Hey, where's your blue moon at, man? Dude, I got it right here. Relax. I'll have to get number two pretty soon, though. Chuds is so, like, he's so hesitant to live life, man. Chuds is a very interesting man. <laughs> interesting man, to say the least. What so you... we, we have Donovan Mitchell at shooting guard. Hold on, we still talking about Utah, man? Yeah, I want to go back to them real quick. Okay, what is Donovan Mitchell going to do for you this year? What do you feel? I think Donovan Mitchell is going to take the next step into Becoming a full-fledged superstar. I think he's that good. I'm very high on him. I, th- I really think he, he's the next Dwayne Wade. He really reminds me of him, the way he plays the game, the way he slashes, how fluid he is. I think this dude's a superstar. 
and I think he's going to lead that team. I'm not saying he's not, man. I'm just, I just don't think he's number three. But I, I think, it, I think, listen, I think what he's going to bring though is unreal. He's going to have an unreal year, man. I think he's very explosive. I love his energy. A lot of veterans in the league say a lot of good things about him. And I've been, like I said, like yeah, I said, he works hard. Yeah, he works very hard, and you can only respect that. And he's giving them great results. Listen, he was a rookie, and he took the team that far. And yeah. I'm hearing he's just amazing. Like what uh, a seal! I think he was the 13th pick in the draft. Yeah, Coach Watt. Like I said, Coach Watt said great things about him. So I'm definitely, I'm, I'm bought in. I'm bought in to Mitchell. It's just like him or Westbrook. It's just like it's gonna be fun to watch those two battle this year. And that, those two teams are going to battle this year. It's going to be two good games in the world. And I'll bring up the last three other starting lineup. You have Joe Ingles, who, oh. who's so underrated. Yo, he's, he's underrated. Like he, yeah, he just knocks down big He just hits those corner threes all day. I, yeah, Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell drives and kicks series, it out to him. In that Clipper series, man, Ingles was just money. Yeah. He wouldn't miss. Yeah. He no, wouldn't miss in the Rockets series. Like, he, do you know mean, who he looks like? He looks like... The dude that you think will like suck when you're playing pickup, and then he like nah, starts hitting shots, and you're nah, just no. But I I see dudes that look like him playing pickup basketball, and you're like, oh yeah, this dude can shoot. And I see that all the time with. Bro. He looks like a pickup player. That that's just he's really just really good. Mon- he's just money. It's just like your unexpected like yo. Yeah, he doesn't look really like he'd be ball. amazing. He looked like he's from the Midwest, but he's not. He's from Australia. <laughs> he's from Australia. Yeah, he plays a, has a hell of a game. And then you have Derek Favors, who's solid, and Rudy Rudy Very Gobert. Solid. Who? Gobert? I mean... He's the best defensive center in the league. I mean... That's a team. I think they're number that three. That is a little team, man. They're my number three team. Hey, I tell you what. I tell you what I feel better about. I will put Utah two or three if, you know, if, you know, Jerry Sloan. <laughs> you know, he's a legend, man. He's great a legend. coaches like that, man. I'm not saying... But Quinn Snyder is a great coach also. Hey, Quinn Snyder is... Man, he... Uh, he looks, he like, paid a used, he looks like a used car salesman, hey, but he's a great coach. He paid, at all right, <laughs> he paid his dues, though. He paid his dues and he got in the league. He, he coached in the yeah. D-League at the, in the L.A. with the Lakers D-League. I think he coached under Coach K. He, he, sure does he, look, he, he does look like he, he moves like the mob. He, gets, uh, he yeah. has a slick mob move. He's slick. <laughs> slick move. He's a slick dude. <laughs> Shout out to Watt as well. Just Jeff Watt is on the, on, the, uh, on the hair move, man. Yeah, so we have the Jazz at three. At least I do. Uh, you, you have OKC? Yeah, I'll take OKC. But, I mean, bro, we're from, like, the Midwest. Why are we not giving the East? We got here. We got, we're we're, we're, we're out in the west. We're in the west right we're, now. Man, I know we're in the west. We're chilling in the west. But I want to like. Let's talk. Like, let's let's talk about the west for a little more, and then, then we'll move on. Dude, <laughs> whack. <laughs> I want to go. I want to see what Kyrie's gonna do, man. I just think Kyrie has something to say this year. I think everybody's sleeping on Uncle Drew. How you how you sleep on Uncle Drew, bro? He's the number one point guard. Sleeping, the, I, listen, I think Boston's going to be big this year, and I just think they're. I mean, they're going to bring a lot of these West teams some trouble. I just think that... I think Boston's going to win somewhere between 62 to 66 games. I think Tatum, Hayward. I mean, I'm a big Gordon Hayward fan. Hell of a player. They have such a good, good young team, and they have arguably the best coach in the league in Brad Stevens. Listen, Brad Stevens is a GOAT. Indiana, Butler. I've been able to be around this. I, I, listen, I remember uh, Loyola Chicago, we beat Coach Stevens in, uh, in Hinkle. I played, um, it's funny, man, I'm from Indianapolis, so I got to play in Hinkle. And I used to be a little kid, to play with uh, my little high school team, and we used to go to Hinkle and play on the court. So I got to play on Hinkle when I was in elementary school. So and now he's with his, his, that uh, was crazy. his old college player, Gordon Hayward. Man, Gordon Hayward, Hayward, Hayward man. has a big season. That Howard. See, let's talk about Hayward for a second. I know he's from Indiana. God, Hayward has a big season sick. because he was out all last year. And he has a lot to prove this year. 
He's gonna have a big. I think he's gonna have a big year, man. I do too. I th- I think he's hungry. I think he's ready to go. I think he with Tatum and Brown. They how's that gonna work? What you think? How you think that's gonna work? Honestly, I, th- I mean honestly. I think I mean like honestly. <laughs> I say that a lot, guys. I say honestly, honestly, <laughs> like honestly, like honestly, bro. Uh, like honestly, like for real. Like I think yeah, for real. No, but I think um, enjoy your blue moon, man. It's great. Shout out to this Belgium white. The Belgium white, man. Style we ale. Lunch, brewed with Valencia orange peel. Blue moon. Golden Colorado. Hopefully you guys send us some free beer. Yeah, we'd love it. We'll talk about the nuggets a little. Hey, we'll do a little Colorado. bit. Of, hey, we'll do a little food, a little pinch jazz taco yeah, yeah, one we'll night. Talk, we'll, we'll talk. We'll do a little pinch jazz one night. Yeah, guys, we're, just not, we're not only going to talk about basketball, by the way. We're going to talk about food, uh, books, music, just anything in life. You know, uh, we're, we're, we're more than just, you know, we're just more than athletes, right? We're more than just a little more than basketball. We're, like, you love a little music. I got a little DJ across the music, DJ yeah. Chuds. We'll what kind about, of music do you like, man? I mean, tell me, no, tell me what type of music do you like. The fan base needs to know, who is Chuds? What love hip-hop. Huge hip-hop head to start. Exactly. Started, watch, started listening to hip-hop in the mid-early 90s. I remember I used to turn on MTV and watch... MTV Jams with Bill Bellamy. Man. And that was when Tupac... Def Jam, How to Be a Player. Remember that, Bill Bellamy, man? Oh, that was great. Crazy. But I remember, I remember when, when they had, you know, the East Coast, West Coast beef, and then you had... Yeah, you know, that was real, bro. Like, that was, like, real. We lived in that. <laughs> and that's when I first started to love hip-hop of Tupac and Biggie. So, man. you know, I go way back. You know, I, I, I like Nas, you know, man. Illmatic. Godson, bro. The Nas. first... You know what's crazy? The first album, first hip-hop album I ever got, this is so ridiculous... My dad bought me for Hanukkah. Whoa. Life After Death. What? <laughs> by, by Notorious Listen, Guzzi. That's why I How like your dad. Hey, bro, your dad is so cool for that, man. That's yeah, crazy. my dad is a huge nerd, but he knew what was up. All like, the nerds, listen, all the nerds know what's up, man. Yeah, so that was, that was my first hip-hop album ever. I remember getting that, Life After Death. My favorite hip-hop album of all time is still, to this day, is All Eyes on Me. Tupac, it's the best. I mean, Pac, man. Pac Double was, album. He came. He did it right after he came out of jail. Man, Pac was the truth, man. But I'm not gonna lie, man. Jay Z really. I really collected all his CDs. Like I was. I started out. Me and my brother listened to a lot of Chopped and Screwed, so a lot of Houston influenced mm-hmm. music. That's why you know love. I think like I, said, I love Houston a lot. I got a lot of Bun B. Side at the Slim Thug, man. That's my. That's one of the OGs, man. So you know, I always every time I touch down in Houston, I always text him and be like, "Yo, you know, I'm in town. You know, we always get up." Well, when you were a kid, what, who were the the, the first yeah. like hip hop people? Do you remember listening? to Oh, like, oh man, these, these are my dudes. A lot, a lot of Jay Z, man. Shit. A lot, like a lot of a lot of Prince, man. Like my parents like, had a lot of record players, so we listened to a lot of Prince. Yeah. A lot of smooth jazz. Prince is amazing. <laughs> a lot of smooth jazz. I mean, Prince is. Oh. A, I mean, bro. I, bro, I wish I, I wish I met him. I wish I would have seen him in concert. Oh. Could you imagine if we've seen him in concert at least? I'd be like, yo, bro, what? I'd be like, this dude, this dude is not a real human being. Yo, that people spoke about him like he was like a like a folk tale. It's like, yo, Prince, like he's like Jamie a Fox he's like a being. In his eye, I'm like, bro, that's weird. But it's like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's just another human being. But if people talk about him like that, that's crazy. maybe he's not. Yo, what if he's not? What if he's like, dude? I used to think Prince was gay, but apparently he would just fuck all the chicks. <laughs> Yo, that, and they said he can hoop. Yeah, bro. You they saw the Chappelle. The Chappelle. Bro, that's not a lie. That. No, no, that's not a lie. They said he can really actually ball though. I mean, 
Listen, I got nose rings and stuff. I go to every 24-hour fitness in L.A., and I dress up like Billy Hogue from, like, White Man Can't Jump, and I have my nose rings. <laughs> Billy Hoyle. Listen, I swear. But the I, thing is, Billy Hoyle could, could, bro, could con people. You can't con people. You're 6'3". No, 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 no. Black people, dude. No, no, Billy no, no, Hoyle is a fucking slow-ass white listen, dude. But with nose rings, no. It doesn't even matter, black or white. Nose rings in, people be like, oh, I'll play you, and I'll just, like, kill them in, like, some 700s. Because they think you're, like, some artsy dude that, like... And I don't, it's, but I am an artsy dude. It's like, yo, it's just like... You are artsy, you but you also judge, played, yeah. But you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But that's what I'm like, saying. People will judge. People will the, judge, though. But that you shouldn't with basketball, man. Like, basketball's like mental, man. You gotta watch out for those mental people who are just, you know, the game is really mental. It's a lot of good open gym players, you know what I mean? But with those lights are on, man, Chad. It's a different story. Ooh, that's why I have so much respect for those NBA guys, man. I mean, all athletes, right? I mean... Yeah, oh, just I mean, the just yeah, just the the amount of effort that it takes to become a professional athlete, the amount of dedication. It's sickening, you ha- man. I mean, you have to be born with the natural gifts, and so that's part of it. But to really become a professional athlete, you would know more than anybody. It just takes sickening years and work. years of 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 dedication and time. Hey man, ten thousand hours, man. I, I read Mal- you know Malcolm Gladwell, man, like outliers, and you know it's like you gotta put in your ten years, man. And I put in like years. I played basketball since I was like four, man. I used to, I used to put a square. We used to live with my grandparents, mm-hmm. so me and my brother, me and my big brother, put like a square, a blue square over the door, and would shoot a sock. At the and it, if you put it in the square, it was that's a old point. school. With my, you know what I'm saying? But, like, we would play, he would break all my courts. <laughs> my brother would dunk on me and, like, break all my courts. But, dude. That I reminds thought, me of, like, watching the movie Hoop Dreams. You yeah. ever saw that? Bro, it's one of the, it's the greatest. I they're playing it in the, the room. Time, it's man. such a great Listen, movie. I, we watch that all the time. We talk about, I think, and where was it at? In Chi-Town, right? Yeah, it took uh, place Isaiah in Chicago. Thomas, I mean, a little Chi-Town. Yeah, William Gates, Arthur Agee. It's a, a beautiful film People that. People should watch that. The, YouTube that. <laughs> yeah, do whatever you have to do it's to see amazing. it. It's a, it's a long documentary, but. It's great. But it engrosses you and by the end of it, I, I get emotional when I see the I end do of too, it. Man. It's a beautiful story. And the crazy part about that movie is they film these dudes from their start of their freshman year of high school not knowing any of the stuff that happened. It all transpired. It just, it's and, it, and it just shows that sometimes, you know, the truth is stranger than fiction. You know, what happened in their journey. And that's one of my favorite basketball movies. One of my favorite, man. That, it's awesome. I mean, bro, it's, it's number one. It's, it's got to be up there with uh, He Got Game. I used to watch he that. He Got Game. I used to watch Incredible. that and He Got Game a lot. It's funny because people's perception, they thought like when you go on college visits, everything happened like that. I mean, it wouldn't always happen like that. I mean, you didn't get to fuck two chicks in the dorm with Rick Fox leading you there? No, (laughs) I I got to go to Loyola, Chicago, and uh, my man Eric Van Weldon, my teammate, uh, showed me around campus, and it was just cool. I mean, I I was able to come out to UC Irvine. My first trip was UC Irvine. You're telling me Um, in Loyola, Chicago, there's no Catholic chicks? It, it, L- listen, L- that's ready. <laughs> no, listen, after you signed, I got to go to the school, and just that school was so diverse, and I love that because I came from a bad neighborhood. I mean, listen, I, I like to be real with people. I came from the hood. Yeah, tell them. Tell them you know, I, I came a little bit from the hood, so it's like I used basketball to get out of the hood and to get my education. You know, my mother and father would take the game from me because I loved it so much. I played, I played basketball and I played band. I played, you know, Barry saxophone. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't, you know, I did both. So I chose basketball because I knew it would get me out of the situation and I could learn. And I wanted to go to the best schools. My dad would always tell me, you know, use basketball, get your bang for your buck. And Loyola was, dude, Chicago, I was hooping outside of Danville. I, used to, I, I came from junior college, Judge. You didn't know this, but I came from junior college. 
I went to Danville, Illinois. Before junior college got hyped up, kids get so hyped to announce their junior colleges now. It's very, you know, it's the, the, the you know social media world is interesting. But I went to Danville. You know, I was an All-American out there, and then I had signed to Loyola Chicago, man. And, bro, your city is one of the best cities in the world. That was my New York city. You know what I mean? It's amazing. I love Chicago. Um, going I mean, back tell then. me, I mean, you got the love of the game, bro. You got to be about Mike. I mean, didn't you, like, guys living around Mike? Scotty, you got to meet these people. Yeah, Did I you got come to meet... the banquet you guys went to? You got to the, the ball sign? Yeah, like... I got to go to a Bulls charity event called Charitables in 1996 during the Bulls' 72-win team. And, and they signed, the entire team signed my, a basketball that I have to this day. I got to meet Michael Jordan, get an autographed jersey from him, shoes, meet Dennis Rodman. When you're 10, 11 years old, that, that's everything to you. You know, the, people don't, don't remember, but when you're a kid, these athletes are larger than life. When you see them in person, I remember the first time I saw an athlete in person, I saw Horace Grant in about 1991. Bro. And I look up to, at him, and you feel like you're, you're looking at something that's not even real. It, it's just, it just shows, that, it shows that your dreams are possible. You know what I mean? If, especially because I've wanted to be a basketball player my whole life. I, I wrote down the goals, you know. I wrote, I used to sleep with the, uh, the pyramid, the John Wooden pyramid, the pyramid of success. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to follow Wooden's that origin. thing. I used to, I used that pyramid of success from high school all the way to college. I, well, actually, all the way to professional. I used that pyramid. I used to look at that pyramid all the time. And you, you would match your career by the sayings, you know what I'm saying? So, and John Wooden was a great, and I mean, didn't he go to, like, UCLA, and didn't he, like, you know, coach some of the best players, like Walton? You know where he's Walton. from originally? Yeah. Where is he from? Tell me, Chad. The home state of Marcus Thomas, Indiana. Hey, and it's another guy <laughs> named Larry Legend, who is just a cool dude. I was, man, this dude talked about, like, fishing. We talked, I was able to talk to him about fishing. He's just a regular guy, man. I a mean, regular guy who's just who's a legend. Extraordinary in basketball. Man, he got to play against Magic and beat Magic with the Boston. Could you imagine if we got to actually be around those Boston years? The Boston years, the Showtime. Lakers, Showtime. It looked like it was so fun going to the forum. Gonna, you think LeBron's going to bring that back? I think he's going to bring that Showtime atmosphere back, absolutely. It's, you know, Jerry, Jerry Buss created that whole Showtime and Jeannie's atmosphere. Doing, and Jeannie's doing a hell of a job. I'm yeah, Jeannie's so Jer- Jerry Buss was a brilliant owner. He brought the entertainment aspect to the NBA. Yeah, uh, having you know the Laker girls and having celebrities front row, and I feel it's that bad. buzz. I feel it. I feel it with LeBron. I, when I, you go to when you go to those Lakers games this year, it's gonna be celebrity it, on top of celebrity, listen, another celebrity. There's another the one. Artist. There's an Instagram chick. There's another Yo, one. There's this. For, forget it, man. Forget every club in LA, man. That is gonna be the number one ticket to get. It's inside. gonna be the place to be. If you get into that game, you're going to see my, my guy James Goldstein on the sidelines. What a legend, by the way. Listen, man. He just kills it. Great guy. Man, I'm blessed to be around so many OGs, man. James Goldstein, man, one of the swaggiest dudes. Y'all talk about trendsetters, man. Look what everybody's wearing this year. You're going to look like James Goldstein now. Everybody used to clown him, but this guy, James, goat. It's the fashion icon. Icon. You know, he literally lives Who else my is dream. Who going to be on that Lakers sideline? He, Tell he, me. he, real quick. James, I, I want to say this real quick. That's crazy. Jimmy Goldstein lives my dream. Okay. He goes to over 100 NBA games a year, sits courtside. Man. Travels all around the country to watch the games. That's my dream. And he has the sickest house in L.A. It's, it's in so many and music videos around, and, and he chills and around pictures. models, man. Yeah, he chills around models. That's the best life ever. So like, that's what I want to get hey, to. Cheer, hey, cheers to James. 
Yeah, cheers to James. Hey, Let's... we do our daily cheers. Cheers to James. Cheers to James Goldstein for just killing the game. Man, I want to be. I want to be able to <laughs> over time. Yeah, I gotta keep it swag. We, we gotta keep grinding. Mm. I don't know if I've got if I've mentioned you guys, but yeah. So I, I do stand up comedy okay. and and I write and I work on the Rich Eisen show, and so An- around another go. Rich is a legend. He's a great dude. Chez, you know, Chez was, did a, did a nice friend thing, nice little men thing. Let me on, let me on set. I got to meet Rich, man. I've never is one of my man. I always wanted to meet Rich, and, and Chez made that possible, bro. And and that day I got to meet Ice Cube. So Chez came through. It was an amazing day. But Rich yeah, is a goat, Rich, man. Yeah, Rich, Rich has been in the game. For Rich, man. He's been in the game for for a long time, and he knows what he's talking got about. Some, and got, he, he got a and he's, on there. And he's cool to everybody on set, so he makes it. He makes us feel comfortable. It's amazing. Um, so it's so it's great. But yeah, going back to Lakers courtside, you have Jimmy Goldstein. Who, who's gonna be there? The last man? the last four or five years, Lakers have not been good. So who's gonna the be man, there? The man. I'm telling you, I'm about to tell you, the man hasn't been there, but he's gonna be back this year. Who? Jack. That's the show, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out.